Sound of Truth starts now. Welcome to Sound of Truth Weekly Interview, as we seek to inform, inspire, and encourage you in your walk with Christ through engaging interviews of ordinary people in whom God is doing an extraordinary work. I'm your host, Brett Morani, and I'm excited that you've chosen to join us. Well, I have a first for our weekly interview. I have a couple in the studio with me, Calden and Monique Charles. Yes. Welcome to Sound of Truth Weekly Interview. Thank you, Pastor Thank you very Brett. much, Pastor Brett. Excited to be here. <laughs> now, you may already notice that, that this is not your typical accent, okay? <laughs> Calden and Monique are guests from Turks and Caicos, visiting from Turks and Caicos. They've come up to our fine city, Jacksonville, to visit. Now, we already yes. knew each other. Yes. But um, they're here for a week or so visiting, and they agreed to come on and let me interview them. Yes. They are not originally from Turks and Caicos. Now, for no. any of our listeners who had never heard of Turks and Caicos, Turks and Caicos is a gorgeous uh, country, not just one island. It's different uh, islands. Yeah, I forgot yeah. how many islands are, make up Turks and Caicos, but it's in the Caribbean. Mm-hmm. And we have a sister church in Turks and Caicos, and Calden is on staff there as one of the pastors. And I've asked them to come on and share their personal testimonies. They're originally from St. Vincent, which is another island, mm-hmm. a group of islands yep. called St. Vincent and the Grenadines. Grenadines. Grenadines, yes, which is further south, mm-hmm. southeast of Turks and Caicos, just below Grenada. Yep. yep. Some of our American listeners who go back like I do to the early 1980s might remember the crisis mm-hmm. in Grenada and the U.S. invasion of Grenada. Yep. They're just below that. Small islands, nation. How many islands? 32. 32, 30, 32 islands. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Wow. Population in their country of about 110,000. That's yes. right. <laughs> we little country. <laughs> yes. <laughs> so... Who wants to go first? Tell us how you came to know Jesus Christ as your Lord and Savior. Okay, right. for me, I will go first. It's a ladies first. <laughs> That's a good idea. Okay, so before I became a Christian, right, I grew up in a small community in St. Vincent called Makati Village. And my mom, she have eight children. All of them is still alive. Wow. I am number sixth. Of the eighth, my dad passed when he was 65 years old. My mom today is 86 years old. And um, back then, my mom wasn't a Christian and I wasn't a Christian. Um, we go to a traditional, we used to go to a traditional church, the Anglican church, right? And... Um, I would say I was very religious. I go to church on a Sunday morning, but not having that personal relationship with the Lord. Um, I don't know if you guys know what is carnival. Carnival? Yes. Music, dancing. Mm -hmm. Yes. um, I love carnival. Mm. They used to call me dancing queen. Oh, really? I used to dance to any kind of music long as it have a good beat a good rhythm and um yeah 
there was no 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 connection with with God until one time my cousin her name is Leona um went to a camp from her school and she got saved in that camp and when she came back she started to witness to me mm-hmm. you know and um I was making a lot of excuses she said Monique I am inviting you to this church when I got um confirm confirmation it's like something went off in my heart saying this lifestyle that you're living is not is not good you know because you you go to church you take communion you're not having a personal relationship with god but it comes like like an everyday thing like a norm but there is there is no connection with god and like you're going through the motions yes mm-hmm. yes and i said you i said you know what um i can't do this anymore i just stop going to church and then that's when my cousin Leona started to witness to me, sharing the gospel with me. And she said, come, I am inviting you to this church. And she was very persistent. And for Christian today, we have to be persistent with people. We can't give up on people, you know. And um, one Sunday night, I went with her to that church. And it was the first time I heard the gospel preached mm. from a pulpit. And after the minister fin- finished preaching the message, um, he gave an altar call. And I went down. He said, if, if, if there's anyone here who never trusted Jesus Christ as Lord and Savior, the altar is open for you to come down. And I, I start to look around to see who is looking at me. But it's like something pushed me out of my seat. And I went down that aisle. 1990, I surrendered my heart to the Lord. And then, this is what was coming in my mind. Oh my goodness, would I be able to hold out? Would I be able to keep myself? But I've come to realize that when one person surrendered their life to Christ, we can't keep ourselves because it says that the Holy Spirit comes in and lives inside, abides inside of our hearts. And as long as we develop those disciplines of um, coming together with other believers, reading God's word and praying and communing with him, he will keep us. We can't keep ourselves. Amen. Yes. Amen. Yes. When you're sharing that part, I'm thinking about the quote from Dr. Martin Lloyd-Jones that I came across recently. Thank God salvation does not depend upon my frail hold on him, but of his mighty grasp on me. Amen. Amen. I love that. Wonderful. Yes. So you were 16 years old. Mm-hmm. Around you, that age, yes. And you knew that this life is not Mm-mm. what I'm doing, the way I'm living. You, no. you, you had the conviction of sin, and you knew exactly. that you needed a Savior. And Exactly. You know what I said? I said, Lord, I cannot going up Sunday after Sunday, taking communion, and I am not having this relationship with you. And... Just, it, it, it wasn't right. It wasn't mm. right. So when I trusted Jesus Christ as Lord and Savior, my mom was very angry with me. Mm. Yes, because she was, I was the first person in my family to become a Christian. And she was angry because she said, um, the Nazarene church, 
don't have a burial ground, but the Anglican church have a burial ground in the churchyard. Right? So I said, Mommy, well, <laughs> when I die, I don't care what you all want to do with my body mm-hmm. because I know that my soul is going to meet the Lord. <laughs> Amen. Absent from the body, present yes. with the Lord. Yep. And then I began to pray and I said, Lord, I know that I am the first person in this family who is a Christian. Help me to shine my light in my family. And then I began to pray and I keep praying for my mom and my dad. My dad was an alcoholic as well. And then like a year after, my mom became a Christian. Mm. I said, thank you, Jesus, for saving her soul. And she ended up and left the Anglican church and went to, I would say, a gospel preaching church. Mm-hmm. Right? And then like a year after, my dad became a Christian. Mm. I have never seen, I would say, radical transformation for my dad because he was living at the at the those shops where the guys will hang out together and play dominoes and they will just drink the alcohol and then he will he will came back um home late and sometimes my mom and him will get into arguments that was the kind of lifestyle i grew up around you know but when god changed them oh Mm. my goodness it was it was great it was wonderful and just seeing my dad going to church with mom and worshiping the Lord and stuff like that. And his friend said to him, Taylor, they used to call him Taylor. This, they said, Taylor, we are giving you two weeks to come back to the shop to meet us. Pastor Brett, he never went back. Mm. He never went back. He just fell in love with the Lord. And that is what I really admire about my father. And before he passed, he took in with a stroke. Mm-hmm. And um, the Lord, it was time for the Lord to take him. And I was, I was at peace. Mm-hmm. My heart was at peace because he used to point in the bedroom and he used to say, the angels, they are waiting for me. Mm-hmm. And when he died, I thought that I was going to, cry down the place and how am I going to live without a father? Mm-hmm. But God just give me a joy and a peace. I'm going to see my dad again. Mm-hmm. I am going to see my dad again someday. Mm-hmm. So my mom remarried two years after mm-hmm. my dad mm-hmm. passed. Yes. Okay. Yes. Thank you for sharing your testimony. Thank you. All right, Callan, it's your turn. But for time's sake, we're going to ask you, to join us for our next episode. So our listeners will be, have plenty of time to hear your testimony as well. So that's going to be a wrap for this episode. We invite our listeners to come back and hear Calvin Charles share his personal testimony as well. Thanks for listening to this episode of Sound of Truth. If you enjoyed it, please rate and review it. Also, tell your friends about it. Thanks. Music is by Canon and is used by permission. Sound of Truth podcast is produced in collaboration with Harvest Jacksonville is copyrighted by Brett A. Mirani, 2022.